With the powers that be doing their best to herald in a new Dark Age, we need to be strong in what we believe. So ask yourself, do you the kind of person who believes in no one left behind? Are you the kind of person who can see the big picture? These are the questions to ask yourself now, before you're called to answer them in a pivotal moment. We must be wary of suits with smiles, but we also must be open to reaching out to those we think we can trust and pulling them through this with us. We have come far enough as a species that the technology to survive is all there. It's practically in vogue to have an apocalyptic kit at the ready. Now, as long as you survive the initial event, and that, I'm afraid, is more based on luck than anything else, you can probably find the tools to survive. What will get you faster than you realize is the isolation. We cannot just survive. We have to rebuild a society that is ours. Not watched over by some man elected by an outdated and corrupt system. Find others who understand. Who know the danger lies in broken power structures and plan your survival. Together. Shut up. It's not what if they're bugging me. At this point, we should have accepted that they are listening. Yes. And now the question is... What are we going to do with that information? Stop it! We're How can you be on well every channel? They've already been lost. Uh, uh. I could have stayed with the people at that apartment. You hear me? I found people! But I left! Because of you! Because... Because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I thought I was making a difference, which is... Ugh. I'm such an idiot. I'm not a hero. I just wanted... All I wanted was someone to talk to. They say the card catalog is dead. That isn't an exaggeration. The provider of most catalog cards called it quits years ago. Online records free up the physical space for more library materials. It's easier. It's more efficient. It's also useless now. I used to worry about this all the time. What would happen if all the computers in the world just stopped working? How would we find what we needed to know? How would we be remembered in the future if all our writings and pictures and ephemera that history is built on suddenly vanished? Ask a historian. A housewife's diary is as important as a list of the war dead. Ask another historian. Ask one whose people are turned invisible by the narrative provided by the big, important documents we keep under glass. Stories hide in the ephemera. People are hidden there. Writing our souls in code is efficient. I don't want to sound like a Luddite, or, no, that term seems too weighty now. People were replaced by machines and then treated like machines crushed in the machine. That's a careless word. I don't want to sound like a cynic who condemns technology. 
Books are a technology. Writing is a technology. Language is a technology. Saying, I don't like technology, means about as much as I don't like things. I don't like it when human beings make creative use of their resources. Still, I have a habit of following any small worry to its worst conclusion. First, I worried that I would forget to save a final paper before I turned it in. Then I worried a server would crash. And then I worried that every server in the world would crash all at once and the information of billions would vanish without a trace. It's not satisfying to be right. Card catalogs. This library kept its records online. If I want to save what we have left, I have to know what I'm working with. I keep wanting to text you things. It was like this when we broke up too. I would pull out my phone because I saw a cool tea shop you might want to try or because the girl on the train was wearing a color I wanted to know the name of. I never actually texted you, but I had a dozen little notes for you. My pockets were full of them, written on receipts and napkins and whatever I had lying around. Like, uh, like, <laughs> depression confetti. I still do it. You weren't at your apartment. It looked lived in though, no food, but Nothing rotten. If you hadn't made it, there would have been rotting food. I left you a note, and you won't like it. All these months of talking, all those scraps of paper, and I, I couldn't even fill up half your door. Yeah, I wrote on your door. I didn't have any paper, and I was worried it would fall, and that someone might take it. It doesn't say much, which is why you won't like it. You were always the one better at talking. I loved hearing you talk. I wasn't always good at listening. Now, I hear your voice everywhere. I ride through the city and I hear voices. Can't ever track where they're coming from. The bike's loud enough that if people don't want to be seen by me, they won't be. I don't know what's worse. Me imagining your voice, or it actually being you, and you're hiding from any motorbike that drives past. No, I know which one is worse. I prefer the thought of you hiding to you not being there at all. Damn it, should I have written on that door? Where are you? If you hear a bike engine, please don't run, just hear me out. I won't stay quiet this time, I promise. Moreno, Morris, Merlot, Morozov, Morris, Morris, Morrow, Morris, Morton. Where's the Morrison? Where did they put her? I know I've seen Song of Solomon with the wings.
My first class at art school, the teacher went up to the room and drew a perfect circle. There are some things I can teach you, he said like he was preaching. Like everything he said was so important. And there are some things I can't. I can't teach you to draw a circle. You either can do it or you can't. He didn't explain the lesson, just went right into what we'd be learning that semester. He stood in front of the board and the circle is behind him like some halo. It was a little heavy handed. It really was a perfect circle though. My second class art school, my teacher had asked us how we were like in college now that we were three hours into it. One of my classmates put up their hand and when my teacher heard how her first class had gone, she rolled her eyes. He needs new material, was her verdict. You want to know how to draw a perfect circle? You practice and you practice and you practice. Just like anything with art. The first thing I learned at art school was how easy it was for everything to contradict itself. The second thing I learned was how to draw a perfect circle. I never liked being told what I could or couldn't do. Never liked obvious metaphors and cliches either, but here I am, an artist talking to themselves in front of a blank canvas. How original. I went to art school. I don't know how to fix this. I paint pictures in places I shouldn't. Hardly a good skill for a healing society. Never liked society much in the first place, what with the whole binary genders thing. How's hopeful murals for an apocalypse for a graduation project? Hopeful might be the hard part, but an artist that doesn't grow is dead in the water, so I'll give it a shot. Not alone. <laughs> that too big brothery. The grocery on 18th still has some good canned soup. You should see the other guy. What was that thing I heard? Don't know what my police scanner started picking up, but I'm not complaining. Just a few steps in any direction. <sighs> that works. Big, so people coming in can see it. Bright and, and bold with flowers, maybe. I can do some flowers. Let's start with that. Hopefully someone will see it. The scanner's been picking up weird stuff, so there's at least some people out there at least. I mean, from up here I can see a bit of smoke. Probably just a fire, but maybe it's intentional. Maybe just a few kilometers that way they're all gathered around a cute campfire making s'mores. What do I know? And over there we've got... Is that a cop? What the hell? If you're boned and you know it, clap your hands. If you're screwed and you know it, clap your hands. If you're stuck in handcuffs and you kind of want to die, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands.
Look out, criminal coming through. Beep, beep. Can't stay for long, not that kind of guy. My hands are tied. Literally. What a beautiful day to be stuck in a car. Overheating and chained up and ready to die. Uh. Hey, what does a guy gotta do to find a metal smith around these parts? Anybody got a blowtorch? <laughs> Pirates of the sea, making it look so easy. <laughs> that rhymes. I should have been a rapper. That would have been dope. Nope, I take that back. That whole last sentence. Before the advent of modern print, some libraries and private collectors used to chain up their most valuable books. They would literally lock them to the shelves, heavy chains hanging like prison bars between the books and anyone who walked past. It's certainly one way to keep your collection in order. They didn't do this to hide away information the way we think of banned books now. Not usually. This was done because a book was one of the most precious, expensive things you could own. Even if you couldn't read, the physical object meant a lot. We think of books as the ideas they contain, and that isn't wrong. A person can become a book, Bradbury style. Most of us are a lot of books. But it's easy to forget how precious it is to hold something in your hands. We're going to need these. We're going to need the waterfowl of North America and the thing with feathers and the beak of a finch. Sorry, I'm in 598 ornithology right now. <laughs> we certainly do need the thing with feathers. It might be a bit before we reinvent the wheel, so to speak. But I'll be here. I'll keep the book safe. To anyone listening, feel free to stop by. I can give you a hell of a tour. If, if we, we survive, want to survive, we can't rely, we can't rely on, on only ourselves. We, we must learn how to support each other. Pull each other back from those riptides which are, which are so determined to take our feet out from under us. Thanks. I heard you the first 20 times. Is that what this is all about? Did I fail at making a difference so terribly that I earned... this? 
Maybe I was really just kidding myself about making a difference. No one's actually using the stations I set up. It's just me and this guy. Who's not even real? Maybe this is a sign that I should just stop. Hole up somewhere. Stop wasting my time. Stop wasting everyone else's. Just stop. Sorry. I just can't listen to him anymore. I know, I know, that's cowardly, but I just need a moment to catch my breath. If I could just figure out how to respond, I'm here. I hear you. I just can't figure out how to answer. Although, what would I say? Hi. I've been listening to you since the beginning. Sorry, I haven't said anything before now. I could tell him he's doing a really good job. Or tell that beauty blogger to go back home because her ex is looking for her there. I could help. Damn it. I can hear them all. And I can't do anything. What good is all this listening equipment if the answering option doesn't exist? There's a microphone. Is that really the only part of this that didn't survive the storm? That guy's boat can make it, but this can't. It doesn't make sense. Nothing about it does. I thought I found this place for a reason. To help. All I've done so far is take notes like some hellish version of a switchboard operator connecting you to every tragedy you didn't ask for. I just want to tell him that every time he makes a station, everything gets more clear. And I can hear more people even if he can't. That has to count for something. If he disappears like the blogger did, I... I don't know what I'll do. Realistically, nothing. I want to play an active role. As if that's new. I want to tell them all about how yesterday I went out. Just for a little while. I always feel guilty, like I'll miss something important while I'm gone. But I went outside and wheeled around for a bit just to clear my head. And I saw a green thing poking up from a crack in the sidewalk. That didn't take long. I... I never expected that part. The movies, they always forget the color when they're making their apocalypses. There's a lot of things they forget, really. And there it was. This bit of green. Filling in the crack. I think it was a dandelion. That's a weed, then. Tenacious little thing. I want to ask them all... If there's green where they are. If the water that's trapping the scholar in her tower is clear and clean, if the forest the scout is wandering sounds like birds still. I want to ask and hear answers and put them all together to make a picture everyone can see. I could do that if I could just talk back. God, you'd think I'd be used to being invisible, not heard, but it sucks just as much now as it did before society crumbled. I saw the dandelion, and my first thought was, 
I bet the archivist, the one in the library, would be able to tell me if I was right, would be able to tell me anything I wanted to know about dandelions and their uses, about most things I wonder about, probably. I've never even talked to them, but these voices and who they belong to, they're all I can think about. I want them to think about me too. I want to participate in the conversation instead of just eavesdropping. But, but, if eavesdropping is all I can do, I can't bring myself to stop, neither. Listening in is better than ignoring them completely. That's something I know for sure. It's something. It's just... Not enough. I just want someone to hear me. Anyone. What? Please hold. What? Please hold. Your call is being forwarded to an operator. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold. You've been listening to Crossing Wires, Episode 6. Please hold. This episode was written by Sarah Cowan and Ziggy Schutz, with sound design by Jack Strudwick. Episode 6 features the voices of Kyle John Brogan as the conspiracy theorist, Mickey as the radio repairman, Brenna as the archivist, Soulstorm as the mechanic, Emmett Moon as the illustrator, Cedar Taylor as the con, Sarah Cowan as the switchboard operator, and Emily White as the cloud. We can be found on Twitter at underscore crossingwires underscore, and on Tumblr at crossingwirespodcast.tumblr.com. If you've enjoyed our podcast, consider leaving a review, sharing us with a friend, or sharing some provisions with us when the end comes. Crossing Wires will be returning in 2020 as a monthly podcast. Thanks for listening.